Hello, this is the Unexpected Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Brooks. I'm a speech language pathologist who found herself unexpectedly expecting. Tune in as I update you week by week along my pregnancy journey. Episodes will also feature chats with new and expecting moms. So let's get into it. This is 23 weeks pregnant or six months. All right. So I turned 23 weeks or six months pregnant on New Year's Day. Exactly. It's been great. I feel so many baby kicks. It makes me feel pretty relieved. Um, Mike's been singing to the baby, which is super cute. But you know what? Before we hear too much about me, let's listen to what to expect at 23 weeks. Okay, so 23 weeks according to what to expect when you're expecting. A window into your womb should reveal that your baby's skin is a bit saggy, hanging loosely from that little body. That's because skin grows faster than fat develops, and there's not much fat to fill that skin out yet. But don't worry, the fat is about to start catching up. Beginning this week, your baby, who is around 11 inches long and just over a pound in weight, begins to pick up the pounds, which means you will too. Oh boy. In fact, during that next week, during the next month, your baby will actually double in weight. Fortunately, you won't. Thank God. Once there, once those fat deposits are made, your baby will be less transparent too. Right now, the organs and bones can still be seen through the skin, which is a red hue, thanks to the developing veins and arteries just underneath. But by month eight, no more see-through baby. Okay, so physically what you can expect is um, definitely more fetal activity, continued vaginal discharge, achiness in the lower abdomen, constipation, heartburn, occasional headaches, occasional lightheadedness, dizziness, um, especially when getting up quickly or when your blood sugar drops, um, nasal congestion, occasional nosebleeds, ear stiffness, sensitive gums that may bleed, and a hearty appetite. Some other things you might feel would be light cramps, mild swelling of the ankles, hemorrhoids, varicose veins, itchy belly, a protruding navel, backache, patchy skin discoloration on belly or on face, stretch marks, enlarged breasts. Um, emotionally, you might have fewer mood swings, um, but there will be more forgetfulness, um, a feeling like pregnancy is endless, plenty of excitement about the future, and some worry about the future. I'm not worried. I'm not going to get worried because you know what? I can't worry about things that are inevitable and there is a baby grown inside me and there is no going around that and nothing's changing it. So I'm not worried. Everything's going to be great. Um, But yeah, so this book is funny because it tells you like everything that can happen. Um, And as usual, like uh, always, what I'm talking about is I don't have very many pregnancy symptoms but um my belly is measuring correctly um and I do feel a lot of fetal movement but oh and I've actually had nosebleeds so there's a symptom that's on the list that I have um oh and heartburn yeah heartburn is legit these days um but yeah so this is the first episode of 2021 I am, like I've said a bazillion times, six months pregnant. 
and um, things are going good. I feel great. Um, I don't have a popped belly button <laughs> or skin discoloration or dizziness or anything. Um, I do feel some congestion. But if you're feeling all of those things, it's normal. If you feel none of those things, it's normal. And uh, everyone's different, so whatever. Anyway, I would like to talk about some books that I have read. So I have read um, Expecting Better by Emily Ulster, Ulster, The Happiest Baby on the Block by Harvey Karp, uh, the Attachment Parenting Book by William Sears, M.D., and Martha Sears. Uh, Crib Sheet by Emily Oster. And uh, Bringing Up Baby is my next one by Pamela Druckerman. Druckerman. And that one was recommended me to me um, by a friend, the Bringing Up Baby. Um, I'm looking forward to that one because right now I am in the middle of Crib Sheet and while I really liked her other book, Expecting Better, um, some background information, Emily Oster is an economist and she um, examines all the data behind recommendations provided during pregnancy in what to in Expecting Better and um, parenting in Crib Sheet. So Cribsheet is a data-driven guide to better, more relaxed parenting from birth to preschool. Um, I'm a really relaxed person. This book does not have me relaxed. Um, it's stressing me out. It is like basically, and just know this is an entertaining podcast. This is not something that you should be, I'm not like trying to give anyone advice. But this this book is basically like... <laughs> Breastfeeding is useless, not useless, but like not really that statistically significantly better than um, than uh, formula feeding. She makes pumping sound like the biggest nightmare on the planet. Um, she says that the only data-driven sleep technique is sleep training. Um, and I don't know, it just feels like... Everything that I read and enjoyed and looked forward to in my other books, Crib Sheet has torn apart and um, harshly told me to get over myself and just do things a little bit harsher. Um, that's what it feels like. It's like, um, it's like vaccinate your kid, um, go to work, it doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> Just spend time with your kid when you're around them. Um, sleep train your kid. Uh, it did support baby-led weaning for feeding, which I've liked, and that's something I did want to do. But yeah, basically, like, the whole breastfeeding section really stressed me out and uh, was off-putting. But um, I'm still, I'm on chapter 12, and my goodness, there are 21 chapters, so... I'm I'm still wanting to finish it. There's chapter 15 is on slow talking, fast talking language development. So I'm interested to hear what that says. Um, but yeah, it's difficult to get through this book. So I am looking forward to my next book, Bringing Up Bebe, which is a French book. Um, it's a well written by a, the author is from France and 
um, I actually have a speech therapy clinic client whose mom is French, and she's constantly saying how Americans are so different than the French, and she prefers the French. So, um, in terms of like child raising and all that stuff, so. I'm looking forward to this book because it seems to be a bit more relaxed um, than the data-driven guide to parenting that Crib Sheet is. So, yeah, that's my take on uh, books. Let me know what books you've read and tell me which ones that have made you look forward to the future because those are the ones I want to read. Okay, so in this episode, I speak with Jess Smith. She is a fifth grade teacher. You might know her from Instagram, Teacher Tales of Miss Smith. Um, She has a lot of great things to share in terms of teaching on Instagram. um, And she's also expecting a baby. And we chat all about that um, in this interview. Now, let's get into my continuity talk. I... I ended up with a whole bunch of content at some point because I guess I was overzealous and did a ton of interviews. So I don't remember how many weeks I was when I recorded this and I might have brought it up at some point. Um, But yeah, so right now I'm 23 weeks, six months. I don't know what I was when I did this interview. It was like a week or two ago, probably. Um, But yeah, so if you're like checking me out in terms of continuity, there will be flaws there. Um, so, or no, I don't know. Maybe I never talk about it and I'm just wasting your time by saying this. So anyway, let's get into the interview with, uh, Jess Smith. Oh yeah. And if you could take the time to rate and review the podcast on Apple podcasts, I would really appreciate that. All right. Now for real interview, Jess Smith, teacher tales of Miss Smith. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Unexpected Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Brooks, and today I am joined by Miss Jess Smith. Hi, Jess. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. I'm so glad that we were able to get this to cooperate. Me too. <laughs> yeah, we we both suffered from internet issues, mostly me, um, but... We have we are here, and um, I'm so it. happy. Came. <laughs> Thank goodness. Just you know, 2020 in a nutshell. Um, so Jess has a popular uh, Instagram account called Teacher Tales of Miss Smith. You're a teacher. How's that going? Well, uh, wow, it's 2020, that's <laughs> wow. for sure. I wow is gonna, how it's going. <laughs> just wow. I um, <laughs> there's nothing else really to say. I think I think it's just it's a weird year and it's not mm-hmm. necessarily the year that I would choose to be a teacher exactly. <laughs> yeah and I'm mentoring um when you're a speech pathologist the first year that you are working you have to work under the supervision of a speech pathologist um so I mentor three speech therapists and I'm just oh. like all I do and write in every email is like, this is temporary. Yes. This is an unprecedented time. Like, I can't imagine just this is how you start. I would be like, I will work at McDonald's. Right. Instead, right. like, I cannot. <laughs> this is a nightmare. This is not okay. Yeah, yeah. I think someone said that to me as, um, like, someone said that to me once over the last couple months. Like, this is not forever. This Mm-mm. is a moment. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, 
Yes. It's all <laughs> temporary. This, <laughs> yes. this is all temporary. I mean, it's just so crazy because I thought it was difficult before, um, before the pandemic. I, right? <laughs> I'm like sitting here like, what was I complaining what about I before? <laughs> something, I guess. Um, well, how do you feel about, so, um, Jess is pregnant just as I am. Um, how do you feel about, you know, are you all virtual first of all, or we are not, we're doing a hybrid. So, um, we have one day that's remote for everybody. And then I do two different groups and we just started last week or actually after Thanksgiving, um, doing synchronous. Mm-hmm. So we started teaching in person and online at the same time, which has been like a struggle bus altogether. <laughs> right. Is that streaming? Um, like, so it's as if you're just streaming your, your lesson. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's been hard to like balance between, um, the kids who are actually in the classroom, which is amazing between yeah. the kids who are on the screen. Cause I want to make sure the kids on the screen know, and I'm never just sitting behind a desk or right. yeah. behind like a table teaching. Um, I'm usually like up and around and moving all over the place oh, with everybody, but yeah. So it's, wow. been, it's been a transition. <laughs> I can't imagine. Cause like, so I was going to ask you like, are you glad you're pregnant and you're just sitting home on your computer now? <laughs> no, nope. not for me. <laughs> okay. Well, sorry. Um, I mean, I go to a clinic um, two days a week and I'm going to start going four days a week, but it's half days and it's just strictly like one kid at a time in person. So it's like nothing to complain about. Um, but I have been thinking like, wow, being pregnant and working in school is like hard because I pee a lot <laughs> and I fart a lot. Like I walk out of a room and my husband's like, what is that noise? I'm like, you know what it is. Why are we like acknowledging it? It's, It's you know what's going on. Duck walking. (laughs) The amount of times that like I just doubled, I like make sure whenever I'm remote teaching, I like make sure that everything's on mute before that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know how to, how I would function all day in a school while, while growing a baby. It's different. I teach fifth graders so I can blame it on someone should anyone bring it up. So it's, yes. Mm -hmm. I like (laughs) that. I'm that teacher. (laughs) Are, so are you one subject or are you multiple subjects? I am multiple subjects. So I have a self-contained fifth grade classroom. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's helpful though, because of the pandemic, I've been thinking like, okay, so like if my school goes back, can we even do speech? Because how will the classrooms be contained if I'm going from this class and pulling this kid and then this class and pulling this kid. Now I am just going into every class and I'm also in contact with children from multiple classes. So that doesn't seem conducive, right? Right. Right. And that's kind of been like what they've struggled with, what administration and staffing has struggled with. Thankfully, yeah. I teach in a really small town. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not necessarily a huge spike in right. cases or I don't, we haven't had any, like no student has come down with it or staff member. So right. 
it, it all kind of works out, but yeah, still. but I'm in Brooklyn. So who knows? Like, that yeah, no kid. oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so there's just like a whole bunch of just, there's, you know, people are just everywhere. So yeah, different, but, um, so going back to the beginning, then were you trying to conceive? We, um, weren't trying, but we weren't not like we weren't preventing it. <laughs> we were kind right. of, we we're exploring to see what, um, what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so there wasn't necessarily any pressure. Um, right. I got like super fascinated with the whole cycle. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that was all going on whenever I was going into like <laughs> yeah. my period. I had no idea really what happened. I just knew that it hurt. And like, yeah. It yeah. Was like, a pain where for, like, was a couple all the days. sex ed? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, why didn't I pay attention? But like, I really, I really found it fascinating. So I started to just like track like my ovulation and all that, um, all that stuff that was, and when it was happening, just cause I was, I was interested by it. Right. Yeah. Um, so I guess in that, in that sense, I knew what, I knew what we were doing, but. Right. Yeah. But you weren't like, you know, is it this month? Is it this month? Um, yes. yeah. I mean, similarly, no, I certainly, we weren't trying like mentally and we weren't even trying like not, not trying, but we yeah. weren't careful at all. So I was still surprised, but then I was like, well, science. <laughs> this makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had, we had like tried, I guess, per se, like the month before mm-hmm. and I, um, I'd gotten like the negative test. And of course that was the month that I was like, oh my gosh, I have all of these symptoms. Like right, you, know, yeah. you go, you go crazy Googling all of these things that you think are happening to your body. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so Here pregnant. And then I got a negative test and I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. And right. we, we went the next month and it happened. <laughs> it was I mean, so, that was kind of a shock because I was like, oh my gosh, it actually does work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, similar, I feel like in July, I'm 20 weeks now. Um, and it's, I don't know what day it's today. That's the, I don't know, December 14th, 2020. So in the beginning of July, I felt like we were so not careful at all. And then I got my period. So I was like, I must be infertile. Cause like, if I didn't get pregnant this month, like it's not possible. Yeah. But then the next month, yeah, had no, I was just like, cause at that point I was like, it's just not going to happen. Right. And weren't so like haphazard about anything. Then it right. So weird, just weird stuff. Weird. All this chemistry. <laughs> um, so how'd you find out? So we were actually, um, it was our one year anniversary. Um, it was the day of our one year anniversary and I woke up at like 5 a.m. Cause I had like a super, super vivid dream about like a baby. Oh, you're psychic. I, <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to like test just to like, it's 5am, whatever. Right. So it's I, 5 a.m. Um, I must be pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, yes. Davis. 
<laughs> That's so funny. All right, 5 a.m. <laughs> and yeah, so I, I tested um, and I was like, that was, it was like the next month where I, I kind of went through the same thing where I was like, oh, if it didn't happen this month, then it's never like, it's not going to happen for a while. Right. And it came back positive and I was like, oh, yeah. what have I done? <laughs> did, you, did you scream at 5 a.m.? What happened then? I, I stayed very calm. I actually went the whole entire day. Um, I did not tell my husband mm-hmm. right away. Um, I had brought like the, the onesie that I knew I was going to tell Oh, very nice. I always wonder how people do this. So yeah, so I had a. I I was like, look what this says. I I don't think it was like real for me. That's why I didn't like blurt it out to him. I was just like, wow. (laughs) Um, I so we had we met on Bumble, Mm -hmm. and my my opening pickup line to him because he had mentioned how much he loves tacos in his profile, mm-hmm. was, can we talk nice. about how cute you are? Oh, good. A pun so, and a good food. I like yeah, it. You know, food puns. Yes. <laughs> Something happened right, because yeah. I'm pregnant with this kid now. <laughs> so uh, I had a one, I found a onesie on Etsy that was, can we talk about a cute baby? Oh, and nice. so that was the onesie that I was brought it full him. circle he, there. I know. I know. Nice. <laughs> I wish I, <laughs> I wish I was like, you're such that. a teacher. You're like, and now <laughs> yeah, <we're> close. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and <lesson> done. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I got him like a little present. Um, it was like late afternoon and we we're driving through the mountains. Oh, um, okay. and yeah, so I told him, well, he like opened up the, opened up the onesie and I put the, I put the test in there too, just so that he knew. Oh, good. Just, <laughs> I was for real season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was, he was like so shocked, but I think it was, it is one of those things where you're like, I think this is real. Like, right. And yeah. You, and then you pee on a million more sticks. Oh yeah. I did that too. Cause then I was like, I like this game. I know. <laughs> Every time. I love it when I get the positive. Yeah. That's a fun one. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I totally understand. So how far along are you now? I'm 22 weeks. Okay. So we're close by. Very close. Very yeah. close. Yeah. Um, so what have your symptoms been throughout the entire pregnancy? Um, I have been super sick. Um, oh. Probably up until... Well, the last two weeks I have thrown up once a week, Oh, but from like week seven until like week 19, I was like daily. Oh dear. And you were throwing up. You weren't just nauseous. Oh no. I was, yeah. Um, I would have to like run out of the room, um, out of my classroom (laughs) when I, like after I told my kids that I was, I was having a baby that was just like, they knew what was yeah. going on. <laughs> it's like, this is the miracle of life people. And it's <laughs> happening right before your eyes. All those kids are like, wow, this is rough. Yeah, they're like, this is not <laughs> fun for me at all. Um, so yeah, so it was just, it was a lot of <laughs> growing up. Wow. <laughs> Unfortunately. And do um, you know if you're the sex of your baby? Yes. We're having a boy. 
Oh, I'm up. So I thought it was a boy thing. I've not been sick. And uh, yeah, sorry. Don't want to I thought I was, I mean, like I was convinced that it was a girl because mm-hmm. I was so sick. Right. Yeah. And, and my, my mom was even like, oh my gosh, like Jess, you're going to have a girl. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was but always no. so sick with, with the girls. And I was like, uh-huh. Hey, it's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I got a boy and I was like, this does not make sense. What's happening? Well, just like, just wait for that girl coming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, no kidding. It's so weird that like the pregnancy flex is I'm not sick, but like, it makes me, it, it made me paranoid for a long time. Um, now, yeah. I mean, I've been to the doctor so many times. They've taken so much of my blood. <laughs> I can't believe I have any left. And I've had all these ultrasounds. I've even had extra ultrasounds because my aunt is a tech. So that's awesome. Yeah. Like it's been great. Yeah. Another pregnancy flex. I'm not trying to brag. Um, But like, so everything's fine, but it just made me so nervous because I read two books were saying that like, you know, being sick is a sign of a healthy pregnancy and stuff like that. So, but it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's yeah. been okay. Good. Good. Yeah. I I would not wish really this on anyone. <laughs> so I've actually, so I've lost like 15 pounds since getting pregnant, well done. Good. For which you. <laughs> like, my last appointment, my OB was like, so if you come back next time and you've lost weight, then we're going to have to bring in a nutritionalist. Uh-huh. To, to help you, to help Dear. you with yeah. figuring out how to get protein and stuff. And I was like, I've, I've always struggled with weight and I'm just like, this has never happened to me in my <laughs> who, life. Who like, would have thought? I should have done this years <laughs> <Yeah>. ago. <laughs> I spent so much time trying to not to get pregnant. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm like borderline gaining too much weight. I think, I think I've just been like too chill, <laughs> but I'm at like 10 pounds and, and, uh, I know you're like supposed to max out at 30. So I only got 20 pounds to spare and I was going to go ham on ice cream in the, the end. So it's, it's been like, like, what have you been craving? Like what's been also like not even craving. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even, I feel pretty regular. Yeah. I just get very hungry. Okay. Or something, and I know what I don't want. Like if somebody, if if Mike brings something up, and I'm like, no, 100% not that. What else you got? <laughs> like <laughs> the struggles of the dads. <laughs> I know he's doing so well, though. I think it's like you know, it's it's hard on the men, but then also it's like good for them because it's like, look at all, like I'm so needed. It's like the most needed. Oh my gosh, I was just talking to my husband about this tonight. And cause I, I'm like, how does it feel? Cause like I get to feel him. Right. Yeah. I know he's there, but you're just kind of like just out here waiting. And he's like, no, like my job is to take care of you right now. And that's okay. And it's nice. Yeah. (laughs) So do you feel the baby a lot? I do. Yeah. Um, and that probably happened around like (laughs) that probably happened well, like 20 weeks probably was when I was like, oh, okay. And it's not something that anyone like really explained to me. Right. Yeah. 
it literally just feels like a burrito, like that you ate whole and it's just kind of like churning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really weird. It's really weird. Today, I'm pretty confident I felt him three times. Sometimes it feels like a, like a, like a thud. Yes. Yeah. And then other times it feels like I'm being tickled from the inside. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's like different parts of his body that are yeah. doing that. Um, but I have an anterior, anterior placenta. Okay. So okay. That's. And that makes it harder, me. right? To feel. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's like a pillow block and um, his ninja kicks, which I would like to feel. I know. I I'm like, okay, because now what we're getting into is at night, he's like crazy, just Ah. spinning all around. And I am not getting a lot of sleep now because I'm like, it's very distracting. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like there's like a milkshake happening in your stomach. I'm excited for that. I mean, I'm sure it'll get old quick. Yeah. I know. I'm in the excited phase. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. But right. But I know it's going to get old pretty fast. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, okay, well now I need to sleep at some point. So slow it down. <laughs> um, so what are you looking forward to the most about being a mom? I think um, just, I think just like the relationship I've like, I really one of my favorite things about being a teacher is the relationships that I build with these kiddos and they're Mm -hmm. not even my kiddos. Right. But to be able to have that kind of bond and relationship and really see someone develop who they are from start to finish. Like it's, it's, I'm really, I'm really excited about that. And to be a part of someone's, to be a part of someone's life like that. Um, I think I'm just, I'm I'm really really excited about the the mom part and all of the different stages and yeah yeah definitely and it's nice that you're a fifth grade teacher because you're like oh I still like you even though you're yeah. older yes. <laughs> so that means like I also like my kids I exactly I'm like okay I can do this I um my husband is a high school history teacher uh uh-huh. so the teenagers like not, they don't scare me, but I they just, terrify like, me. I worked in high school three years. I was like, you all need to take it down a notch. I'm like, I know that you're way more clever than I am. <laughs> I know you're doing something super shady. I don't, right. I don't know what's going on. So I just, <laughs> just going to avoid. Yeah. Um, so he's like really excited about that aspect of, right. of life. And I'm like, okay, I can do like the the zero to 12. Right. Zero to yeah. 12 is like, yes, I can, I can handle that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like my high school students would be like, Miss Brooks, guess what? I'm like, no, I don't want to know anything about anything. <laughs> no, like, no, no. no, don't tell me. <laughs> They're like, oh, I have a boyfriend. I'm like, la, 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 la. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear anything that you have to tell me because everything that they would say to me would just I just had anxiety all the time for that. Yes. Oh, goodness. What, like, is, what are they going to say? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got kids that are just, you know, they're in New York City. They could just go yeah. wherever they want. When There's trains that take you everywhere. Or you can just call a vehicle to come get you at any point. You don't even have to call them. Then you just type it in your phone. 
like it's crazy. So I am, I'd say number, my next question for you is what are you worried about? I'm worried about teenagers, but that's a long time. I know. Yeah. I, I think I'm, yeah, that's the one thing that I'm like, (sighs) (laughs) yeah. Because I know that at a certain point I am going to be a control freak and right. want to know like, just like, where are you at all times? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah, which that is makes why sense. I was kind of glad that it was a boy because with a girl, I'm like, I would feel the need to like almost be there for everything. Cause I've been through it and I know like, right. What- yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I think the teenage years, I'm really terrifyingly scared of, but. Yeah. What about anything in more recent events? Are you worried about anything like childbirth or parenting or um later? I'm not I'm I haven't honestly like really thought about the birth part. Yeah. Um well I mean he's gotta come out, right? So it's just like he does have to come out some way. And I think one of my friends who's also pregnant was just like they're going to come out in whatever way like has to happen. Like that's yeah. going to happen. That's how um, I feel. Like, And I'm not, I'm not like a super huge planner. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have that kind of going for me. <laughs> yeah. Where I don't necessarily, I'm like, this is the only way that we have to do it. Right. Um, so I think that, I think that helps a lot, but um, I think, I think just like knowing and having the innate sense that you have to do something for them, (laughs) like that lack of communication where you're just kind of, it's like a guessing game to to figure out what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's maybe the only thing I'm like, it, does that come alive? And (laughs) am I going to do it right? (laughs) I think it's just process of elimination. Like you're just going to have a list and like, all right, it's not that one next whatever, but it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what has been unexpected about your pregnancy? Like something that no one tells you or talks about? I think, um, and this is kind of like something recently that I'm dealing with. Like I have started to really contemplate like motherhood Mm -hmm. and actually being responsible for someone else. Right. And like, what a big job this is. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I think I like fantasized being a mother and it's like almost like, like the check, the check to do list type of thing. Right. Um, where I've always, I've always known that I wanted to be a mom, but now that it's kind of like a reality, I'm like, oh my gosh, like we have four months to prep for this life changing event. (laughs) And like, we're responsible for someone else. And, um, so I think in like all of the ways that (laughs) I, I know I'm going to mess up way too many times. Um, but that's, I mean, like that's every parent, I think like maybe coming to grips with that. (laughs) Yeah. Just the life. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I I've envisioned myself like holding, caring for playing with, but you have to like make decisions like what, what kind of boundaries will I set and how will right. I, you know, teach them and, and what kind of person do I hope that they become and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah there's like a whole nother level to it. Oh yeah. Like it's not just the snuggles and the reading the books. Yeah. Like there's, <laughs> you're the parent. Exactly. <laughs> you do all the things. Right. Um, kind of human. You know? 
Exactly. And you, you know, as a, as a teacher who didn't have any kids before Mm -hmm. you, you know, you come into contact with parents that are like, in your opinion, aren't like, why are you doing this? And, but I think I'm like, oh, okay, maybe. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I understand that a little bit Before you're like, I don't want to be them. And then you're like, well, maybe they, (laughs) like, maybe they're not so bad. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so what crazy things have you Googled this week regarding pregnancy? <laughs> oh boy. Um, well, last night it was restless leg syndrome oh. and pregnancy. Everything, everything I Google, like it's always like whatever my symptoms are, like whatever I'm feeling, pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like mashed potatoes, pregnancy. Like, <laughs> Yes. So I, that was like, that was my, that was my weird thing last night was because my legs were like jumping like crazy and I've never really had that happen before. And I felt that early in the beginning. I felt like I had restless legs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like annoying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so I, I ended up like I Googled it and then I texted my mom, of course. And she was just like, it's probably chocolate or like caffeine. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. So have you been avoiding all caffeine? Um, for the most part, I have my like one cup of coffee, mm-hmm. my one iced coffee a day. Yeah. Um, I wasn't like a huge coffee drinker before caffeine. It right, was, yeah. It was normally just like my iced coffee in the morning and then seltzers or. Yeah. But yeah. Same here. Self- yeah. I have half calf now, but I, I, pr- I pretty much just have the one and I don't really think much about it. Yeah. I don't turn down chocolate, but I don't have it regularly. It's not at my disposal all the time. Yeah. And, and then when that happens and I'm like, I don't have it and now I really want it. Yeah. <laughs> Disappointing. Another good thing about being in Brooklyn, there's corner stores. like that. I know. <laughs> you can just get chocolate. Doing is not working. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, maybe it's better off because you're the one who's down 15 pounds, so makes sense. Um, so you're not too much of a planner. You didn't. I have like a couple uh, plans for pregnancy. Like most ideal, I'd love unmedicated vaginal birth, but like I have no integrity. So like if I am in a lot of pain, I'll be like, shoot me up. Like I am not trying to prove anything to anyone the, the drugs yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly I, yeah and I like I think that's where I'm at too I have uh I have a higher pain tolerance too mm-hmm. so it's like I'm not necessarily like frightened of childbirth or doing it unmedicated um I just yeah if if it <laughs> if it needs to happen because right. your friends start because my friends most of my friends have had kids already mm-hmm. and so they start to like tell the horror stories of like their birth and I'm right. like, oh. right. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> right. And I've heard lots of things. So like the reason why I want to do unmedicated is more so I just kind of want to bounce back as fast as possible. Yes. So yeah, that's yeah. what it is. So I feel like I'd rather go through hell and right. then, like bounce back yeah. and like not feel my leg for a bit. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah. that's why. Yeah, no, I absolutely feel that as well. I, I don't, I don't love the idea of not feeling my legs. Right. Um, yeah. That would, that would just 
feel very unnatural and um yeah. I definitely but I definitely like want to bounce back as soon as possible. That's a that's a really good point. Yeah. Um but then if I have to um get a C section like then that's fine because like I'm not gonna be like I'm not I'm not gonna let myself get so fixated on something that I desire and then but if if circumstances change exactly exactly and I think that's like the teacher lifestyle too is just like if things change they change (laughs) yeah we're gonna go with the flow it is what it is I did hear somebody say that like they got a C-section and then they put the baby on her chest and she was like kind of loopy. Um, and she was worried that like, she didn't have a good grip on him because one of her hands were like tied down. Um, but, but there were other people around like making sure that, um, he was held. So she didn't really have to worry, but I just told my husband, I was like, just make sure you, you remind me that you're holding him too. So I don't have to, so I can enjoy that moment and not be scared. I'd be like, <laughs> exactly. So I put that in my birth plan. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. in there. Yep. Just let me know that I'm not going to drop him, that you have him. <laughs> um, sure, so I can enjoy this magical moment. Yeah. So you feel like, <laughs> I feel like being a speech pathologist has certainly prepared me um, for some aspects of motherhood. I mean, I don't want to say it's completely prepared me because I don't want to sound like that. Um <laughs> But I do think because like on a daily basis, I have to manage the behaviors of another human being Mm -hmm. and get them to cooperate and make change. So I think because of that, I have some sort of advantage, but I'm sure, you know, having a child 24-7 is going to be much different. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Do you think being a teacher has prepared you? I think so. Like, I like to think that I am a lot more prepared than someone who doesn't like really understand developmental ages. And, um, I think again, like for me, somebody who hasn't had years of combat training. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it's like, wow, I, I love, I love kids and I love connecting with them and I love like just learning more about them and figuring out what makes them tick. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's, I think that's kind of what's prepared me to become a mom is that I'm, I'm ready to learn their ticks and their tricks and um, what motivates them. And, um, and I, and I don't know, like, I'm just, I, I think being a teacher has really put my mind at ease with, that whole like developmental part and I'm not worried that about not connecting or um or not being able to meet their needs yeah I think and you know how to communicate with them yes yeah if I can do that with a room full of third fourth fifth sixth graders then I can I think I can do that with my own kid. Hopefully. Oh, I mean, what's one? Oh, right? <laughs> I, I say that now and then I'm going to come back and be like, I was wrong about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, we'll check back in a couple months. We'll see how it's going. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate you sharing your experience. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. The 
Unexpected Podcast is recorded and produced by Deborah Brooks and is sponsored by the Sit Down with Microscene Podcast, SLP's Wine and Cheese Podcast, and the Dad Show with Microscene Podcast. For more unexpected content, head over to www.patreon.com slash Deborah Brooks CCC SLP. If you love the show, I'd appreciate a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.